welcome to Blessed and Abundant, the podcast that empowers you to stop being average and start living life more abundantly. We are your hosts, Kayla and Mate, and we are so super stoked excited to help you live an abundant life spiritually, emotionally, and relationally. Boom, baby. I almost forgot. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so excited. I'm pumped. We just had a Red Bull. We did. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Natalie. So, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tony, uh, Kayla's dad. Oh my gosh. So, I'm excited about today. I just told Mate as we were getting ready, we're going to treat this as if you are our besties and you are wondering what you should be aware of when entering into marriage. What are the newlywed things that people experience so that either A, you can learn it before you go through this situation. B, you can listen to us if you're already in marriage and you're just like, oh, so that's what we were experiencing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or you can hear this for somebody else so that you can share this knowledge and this um, advice that we're going to share with them. So we just want to be chatty with you, share our experiences, our highs, our lows, our disappointments, our expectations. Chatty laddie. Yeah, chatty laddie and just talk about (laughs) how the first, first couple months have been. And shout out to Luis and Hannah. We, I was going to say that too. Yeah, we, we used them for this example. My babe had a, mm-hmm. a pep talk before this. She was like, listen, just imagine Luis and Hannah in front of you. Mm-hmm. They're engaged. And what do you want to say mm-hmm. to them? What do you want to say to them? Look what? them in the eyes. Look them in the eyes. Tell them the truth. And I was like, <laughs> I liked him. You know, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So where do we begin, babes? All right, so let's give the people, because you might be new here, a little quick synopsis. We met in the States the summer of 2022. We met yes. June 2022, fell madly in love super quick, got engaged in November, and got married this June of 2023. So literally a year. Yes, a year. We did everything within a year. So met and got married within a year. Our second day of our wedding was literally the one year anniversary of when he asked me to be his girlfriend. I so did ask you to legitimately be. Legitimately a year. Uh, do you remember where we were? Yeah, we were in Baltimore yeah. at that restaurant. Yeah. We did ministry before that. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was. I love it. And yeah. I love you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a little off, off track. Okay. You can always get emotional thinking about our our story (laughs) so yeah that's a little synopsis about us and it is now october i almost said august it's not october so we've been married for how many months is that i don't know i don't know babe it's been four months four yeah four four and a half okay four and a half it's the end of october Mm -hmm. almost and we are now living in croatia which is where mate is from i am not from here so we had a very interesting... <laughs> Couldn't tell. Babes! <laughs> okay, sorry, cool. Yeah, we're going to get you back. <laughs> so we had a very interesting newlywed season because it was compounded by the fact that I'm also in another country away from everything that I know and mm-hmm. my family too. So I think we went through almost like an abbreviated experience i feel like we probably went through most of the emotions that couples probably feel the first year or two years we felt them within the first couple months mm-hmm. i would say because it was such a stressful yeah situation because of the 
new continent mm-hmm. for for you and that change plus the big change right. of marriage and actually living together because we lived uh, we lived without kissing True. and from going to not kissing to full-on kissing having sexy time and living together <laughs> I, what you thought I was gonna go for it or not? You did go pretty far, <laughs> and we did that to be just let me okay, get back on track, okay. okay? So that I don't go far. Okay. Um. Yeah, we did that just in adjusting to living with each other in a new continent when you don't speak the language in a new country. So yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. I think we learned a lot of things. I would say we've also been learning how to be husband and wife mm-hmm. and we are business partners and how to separate that. In the beginning, correct me if I'm wrong, babes, we were so serious. When we were dating, we were just so lighthearted and fun. True. We were adventurous, spontaneous. We had so much fun. And then we got married. I think we were still battling the stress from planning a wedding Mm -hmm. that like carried over into our marriage and then we were learning how to be business partners and doing together a business plan and doing all the things that we do here for you guys on podcast and youtube and it was hard in the beginning to be like okay hold on we just got married but we're not having fun anymore and then we're also business partners trying to learn how to work well together but then still keep the spice in our marriage and not let our lives become work all the time. Is there anything you want to say about that? That was really hard, I think, in the beginning. It was a lot. It was a lot, and it hit us like a like a truck um, when we had a realization that you actually have to work for your marriage, mm-hmm. where you actually have to be sometimes almost intentional about fun. And as you said, it we, we kind of became serious overnight. Mm-hmm. What happened we used to be so silly mm-hmm. so adventurous yeah Luis and hannah if you're listening maybe all of the engaged and people dating are re- represented by Luis and hannah right now. if we say Luis and hannah and you're engaged we're talking to you <laughs> <laughs> so don't lose that that playfulness mm-hmm. that that childish and childlike uh awe of mm-hmm. the other person and of what you have. That's so good. Yeah. And I think you hit a good point. You can already start talking about these things during your engaged season or if you're married. You It doesn't sound exciting or spontaneous, but you do have to schedule these things in. And we're like super fun. So we were surprised in marriage to realize, oh, it doesn't just happen normally or naturally because life sets in. It almost becomes normal that you're living together. It's normal that you see each other every day. So it's less of that intrigue or that spark when you can't wait to see the other person. You're already living, doing everything with them. And then life starts to set in and you're tired. You're also adjusting emotionally and spiritually to the new role that you're wearing as husband and wife, which is a whole nother thing, which we'll get into. And you're tired and the weather's gray and you're stressed out about X, Y, and Z. And before you know it, you get into a pattern of not doing the things that you used to do, just settling for watching TV as spending time with one another. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, okay. 
who did we become? Mm -hmm. So you do need to schedule these things. And we've had to be intentional about that to say, okay, Fridays are going to be our movie night at home. My babes comes home from football. And that's soccer for you American peeps. He comes Still home. Still football. Okay. I agree with you, actually, because it's with the foot. So I do agree with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. So he comes home from football. I have dinner waiting for him, usually a sweet treat. Then we pull out the, well, my babes pulls out the mattress from our bedroom. He brings it to the living room and we watch a movie. We play a little game with it. We have a uh, little, what do you call it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> little notes papers yeah pieces of paper and a little yeah. bucket thing that we pull the genre of the movie and whoever pulls it gets to pick the movie so we're like okay cool that's fridays and then saturdays are our date night mm. and we had to start doing it like okay we're gonna go on walks tuesdays and thursdays you have to be intentional and we, we learned that the hard way you forgot about the big big one that we love that's super fun i can't even believe you skipped this what? <laughs> we play hide and seek in our small apartment yes i love that i love hide and seek um i love playing all of the silly games that mm -hmm. we play like going absolutely crazy and bazinga and dancing around the house um <laughs> we're laughing and scared because we're watching our laundry outside on the rack almost it's, being thrown off for a balcony right now i don't know maybe we may perfect lose, timing. <laughs> lose our laundry. all of our towels will be gone <laughs> be gone <laughs> we're not stopping this we're committed yeah and then we play our silly games of mm -hmm. being frozen mm -hmm. you know you just talk to someone and you just stop and you're just frozen and then the other person doesn't know what's happening and you're trying to keep a straight face to be frozen mm -hmm. um we love it we love it we love being silly mm -hmm. and that's something that we lost in the first a month or two we of did. our marriage because of oh it's so serious mm -hmm. we did so whatever that is to you maybe it's not silliness maybe it's being outdoorsy going on mm -hmm. hikes or maybe you both have a love of movies or whatever it is just keep that partnership that spark that excitement in your marriage and be intentional about it that was a huge thing that we mm -hmm. learned mm -hmm. and now we're finally because we used to be so silly during our dating and engagement we'd yeah. make up songs and like sing songs about everything yeah and then for a time like i said the music stopped the music stopped so Luis and hannah don't let that don't let the music stop don't let the music stop <laughs> don't let the music stop <laughs> You can't let the music stop. I think we we the other day we were talking with your parents, and I don't know if you maybe I'm stealing your thunder now. If you wanted to say you this, can steal it. Yeah, thanks. That's marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Your buggerness is coming out on camera. This is good. Yeah, is, you want to talk about my buggerness? We now? will later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, we were talking with your parents and your mom said something that mm -hmm. hit me. It hit us. It's such a simple word, word, but she said at one point, loosen up. Mm -hmm. And it hit me. Wow. I should really, we should really loosen up. Yeah. Why are we so stinking serious? Yeah. Like life is the same as it was before, but somehow now, oh, we're married. That should <laughs> be so serious. Yeah. life is serious we need to go grocery shopping yeah we do need to go grocery shopping but why not having fun while doing it mm -hmm. it's loose and stinking up loose and, and stinking we started up. to become the 
slaves of our schedule. Mm-hmm. I hate that yeah, we because were. we need to do our work. We need to do our prayers. We need to do this. Then we need to do that, 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 do, do, do. I, mm-hmm. I, I became a robot. Mm-hmm. So Lisa and Hannah, don't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> let it happen to you. <laughs> But it would be funny if they're not even listening to this podcast. The uh, one I'll, podcast I don't listen to is the one that we. They usually them. do listen. I, I'm I'm gonna make you listen to this podcast, Lisa. <laughs> we'll know if they watch it because they'll, they'll tell us. If they don't say anything, then that means that they didn't watch this. Yeah, unfriend. <laughs> Anyways, that's so good, babes. So with loosening up, though, let's kind of talk a little bit about the reality of why it is stressful entering into marriage so what were the roles and responsibilities that you now had to do as a husband and why you kind of were serious just like i was serious about a wife it brings a whole new realm of stresses and worries and doubts when you become a husband and a wife does it not it does you know uh, before marriage you and even before dating, you're alone and you're trying to figure out life by yourself. You're trying to figure out your emotions by yourself. You're trying to figure out your relationship with the Lord. And everything is pointing like you and the Lord and figure mm-hmm. out what's here. But now, once you enter the marriage, suddenly, now, I'm also, I'm supposed to be navigating my heart, my emotions but I'm also supposed to be navigating what's happening with you in a way knowing your heart, in a way knowing what's happening to you so that what whatever is happening in me would not influence you in a bad mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. So it's not I'm living alone. I can just shut the doors of my room mm-hmm. and be out, pull the, the wall up and shut off, mm-hmm. shut down. And do nothing because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that in marriage. I can't do that to you. I need to sometimes protect you, as I always say, from myself even. Um, that was that was that was big, uh, because as as a husband, I am in charge uh, in protecting you. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of my values that's one of my core assignments as a husband and it's not just physically protecting you it's protecting you emotionally it's protecting you spiritually it's protecting you from myself it's protecting you sometimes from my emotions my lashings my lashing out it's making sure that you have a safe atmosphere in home that you can be fully yourself because that's why Making a safe place and a safe home mm-hmm. is, I would say, a job of a husband, but also a wife for her husband mm-hmm. and husband for her yeah. for her wife. Um, I, you're just being pushed into this leadership role that you don't know how to handle, mm-hmm. that you don't know how to do, and you're like, "Is there a book that I can read?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do I do this? And until I figure out our our routine and our energy, mm-hmm. our how do we work out together, it's soups hard. Soup soups hard. Soups hard. I, I just said a, a really girly word. 
So I'm gonna start I'm talking off. a really <laughs> deep voice right now just to get my manliness back. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> um, but one of the things, um, I got a bit off track, but one of the things that I wanted to say, I was during my prayer time, during my Jesus time, I noticed, th- I felt that I'm not doing everything I can as a leader. Um, and that we don't know, I don't know where I am taking us. I don't know what is the season of our lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know where are we going. I don't know where we're going to live. Um, what should I be praying for? Mm-hmm. And the Lord kind of gave me a strategy and he gave me all these, um, areas of life where I, as a leader, should know answers. Uh, it's like spirituality. Okay, what is the season mm-hmm. right now that we're in that I, as a leader, need to steward the season or push us into that direction? Um, well, regarding our jobs and finances, what is the word of the Lord for that for us? Regarding our our kids, regarding our future, regarding where are we going to live? And all of the like big life questions that when you look at companies, you have to have a vision and mm-hmm. answers to certain questions. Uh, in churches also. Strategy. Strategy that's also true in families. Mm-hmm. And I as a husband, as a leader have, I feel this responsibility to know, or at least not, not because I don't know the answers still to some of those questions, but at least praying into mm-hmm. into it and contending to to an answer and doing something about it, not just letting it go and being passive. I think that was also one of the things that hit me. I cannot, when I'm with you as a husband in marriage, I cannot be passive anymore. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm alone, I can allow myself to be passive, mm-hmm. to watch reels, to watch my favorite show, just shut off, shut down and sometimes say well i don't care i can just let it go mm-hmm. because i'm tired i'm pissed i'm whatever but now when i'm in marriage i think you need to push and i need to know the answers because i want to serve you and i want to serve my family and giving everything that i can to know the answers and to know where are we going so good babes i'm so blessed to have you as my hubby well, that's because you provide a safe space for me to grow. Mm. You're you're like my greenhouse. That's sweet, honey. Yeah, that's true. I love you. So yeah, Hannah, be a greenhouse <laughs> to Luis. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so good. I you said such a good point, babes, about when you're in marriage, you cannot hide. That's why we read about Adam and Eve, they were naked and unashamed before the fall. That's the intention for us as husband and wife. So when you are vulnerable with someone, you can't hide when you're going through a hard season, a hard day, when you're going through doubt or fear or battling, you know, what life throws at you. You cannot hide that from your Mm -hmm. person. If you don't vocalize it, they sense it and they see it and they are affected by it. Yeah. So it's something to get used to in no marriage. No hiding. You yeah. cannot hide. It's just, it's impossible, actually. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to hide. Mm-hmm. And learning how to also be open, it's scary in a way because 
you're showing your truest version of yourself when you're going through whatever life throws at you in front of someone else. Your husband or your wife sees it all. It's not like a friend that you meet for coffee here and there and they only get 10% of what you're like when you're going through a hard situation. No, this person sees you morning and night, every single day, high points, low points, and everything in between, and they see who you really are. And it can be scary. It is scary. It is scary. But that's what true love is, that we can see each other through all of that and still love each other and allow the person to work through those things and love them through it, encourage yeah. them through it, empower yeah. them through it. And it's it's a beautiful thing when we do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was your experience in being a wife and learning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what would you say to Luis and Hannah? <laughs> Luis, to Hannah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a beautiful experience, but it was definitely interesting to feel the weight of being a wife. And what I mean by that is, and we can see it in scripture, especially in Proverbs 31, which I think a lot of people misinterpret, but at the end of the day, we know that the Bible tells us that as wives, we are here to provide a peaceful um beautiful, comfortable home for our family. We're here to anticipate the needs of our family and meet them with a good heart and a good attitude to be a helper to our husband, to guide him, to empower him, to take care of our children and feed them and train them up in the way they should go. There's a lot on the shoulders of wives and of mothers. So I felt that in the beginning. I would say it wasn't a scary thing. It was more of a reverence Mm -hmm. for that title and for this season. I had wanted this for such a long time that when it finally happened, I remember just weeping the first couple of weeks in prayer like, I can't believe that I'm finally a wife. I can't believe that I am finally with the love of my life and we're building a life together. And I felt this reverence that I didn't want to forget what an honor and what a privilege it is because I think it's a societal thing where husbands and wives love to kind of make fun at marriage. We see it all over Instagram or TikTok of wives complaining about, oh, my husband leaves his shirt on the floor and he never puts his towel up to to dry and just focusing on all of the I don't know, superficial aspects of marriage. And I never want to get to that point. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Lord, I don't ever want to forget that this was a thing that I was praying over for years, that I was weeping for, that I was contending for. Don't ever let me forget that this is my promise that I'm living. So good. And in that came this responsibility to care for you, to care for us, to make this place a home. And I'm not perfect. It's hard to not let, like you were saying, your own stuff get in the way of serving your husband or your wife. Especially me, I was going through so much the first couple of months of marriage, being in a new continent, being away from family and friends, especially after a season where we were so rooted in community to now having no one, to feeling alone, like a loner, just on an island by myself. 
and to not let all of that get in the way of me serving you with a smile on my face or not allowing little things to rob my peace because as a wife it's my job to create a home and that's not just putting up pretty pillows and baking a pie on the weekends that is for me to say okay I'm a huge participant in the atmosphere of our home I am the one who sets the tone for this home to have peace and shalom to not have this place feel like the outside it shouldn't feel like the world it shouldn't feel like chaos like complaining Mm -hmm. like fear like doubt all those things can be going on outside but this is my home and this is my job as a wife to set the atmosphere but in that you have to be so dependent on the lord to not let your own crap get in the way of that because it was so hard in the beginning to let my pain and loneliness taint my cooking dinner and if I was cooking dinner in a bad mood it affected the whole night it affected everything it affected you and then there was no peace in the home so it was definitely a hard balance of walking in that to say okay I can't allow anything to kind of push me around and I'm not saying to stuff it under the rug and not deal with emotions but instead being honest with the Lord and saying, Lord, either I'm tired. I don't think I have the strength to cook dinner right now. I don't have the right attitude to not be upset about X, Y, and Z that went wrong today. It's going to him to empower me to do what I need to do as a wife. So it's made me rely more on the Lord, Mm -hmm. but also it's revealed (laughs) the immaturities in my heart. It's revealed my ugliness in my heart you see the areas of you that are selfish that don't have self-control that are angry that are vengeful you see all those things in marriage and you're like wow like i thought i was good but maybe i wasn't as good as i thought uh another thing that wives really need to watch is how does it look like to be submissive biblical submission And a huge part of that is taming our tongue. And I think because I'm so blessed to have you as a husband, it is easy to submit to you because you know what biblical submission looks like. And like you said earlier, you are leading me and leading our family because you're being led by the Lord, which means I can follow you without a care in the world, without any stress or worry knowing that you are always seeking the Lord's guidance. Mm. So it is easy to submit to you. Again, I'm blessed. You're not a husband who isn't really in tune with the Lord, that's making decisions in a vacuum, that's forcing me to just do things without checking in with my heart. Thank God that's not my story. Mm. But in this submission, it's me being a strong, opinionated woman to say, okay, how do I not override his leadership? How do I support him and allow him, even if he doesn't know what to do in a situation, to give him the space to grow, to not always offer my solution or my way or my opinion, but just let him figure it out on his own and to support him. I read in a book, which I talked about on my Instagram, what's it called, For Women Only?, Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. If we remember, we'll put a link. We're not always great with that, so I'm not making any promises. <laughs> but maybe there's a link in the description. But um, 
it talks about in that book how our men go through so much stress and imposter syndrome as leaders because there's a part of them that even though they know they're called to be leaders, they feel like they're not equipped and they have all these stresses and fears of how am I going to be a provider? How am I going to figure out how to lead my family? And it brings them a lot of fear and stress. So instead of, (laughs) instead of me trying to take the wheel and be like, Oh no, like we shouldn't pray this way. We should do that. We should do that. I need to ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. And if it is something that I should share is only share it when I have the blessing of the Holy Spirit and I know how I should share it. Because if I do things the wrong way, I can end up just dampening him and weakening his role as the leader and making him feel like crap and doubting himself and him feeling like, oh, well, I'm not being a good leader and now my wife is coming into this role. Mm. So it's really important for us to get that. And I'm not perfect at it, but I'm learning in marriage especially. As long as we're in relationship with the Lord, like we're not doing anything out of sin aside from that situation, he's, he can make any decision and it's not going to be the worst thing in the world if he's wrong. So let me just let him make that decision. I don't always have to give him my opinion on something because it doesn't make that big of a difference. And I'm not perfect. I'm working towards this. And it, you see it even in little things. Married couples will tell you this. They're going to argue in the beginning about, okay, how should the toothpaste be rolled out? Do you put the water on your toothbrush before or after you put the toothpaste? How do you wash the dishes? How do you load the dishwasher? How do you, what's your nighttime routine? There's so many little things that seem little, but they're points of difference for a husband and wife. And it's learning how to not always try to be right. Like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like I'm just going to let you do what you think is right in a situation. It's never going to lead us to destruction because you're not living in sin. So the Lord is your teacher. Let me just let you rock and roll on your own. So that's been a huge thing I'm trying to work through and learn. Wow. I'm speechless. <laughs> oh, you thinking crushed it? You can write a book. Is this a sermon or what? I would love to write a book about this, actually. You're really good at this. Thanks, I just want to point to myself again and just say how the greenhouse example was spot on. Such a good visual for, for what you were saying, you know, just having the space for me to grow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just providing this atmosphere of growth and not allowing anything from the outside to it was just so good so good babes where would we be without that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so good good. i I just love when you uplift me (laughs) you just empower me (laughs) that's what i'm here for (laughs) wow um okay so i have a couple things what would you say You might have already answered it, but maybe you haven't. Right here today in this exact season, October, entering November, what is something that the Lord is working in you as a husband? Hmm. And I'll do the same for for a wife. Oh, right now, I would say... I would say that he's teaching me how to know your heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, and know what's happening with your heart all the time so that I can um, do accordingly Mm -hmm. and also 
I think I'm entering into into this I don't know how to call it this thing about communication and allowing not allowing but oh shoot I don't know the English word I don't know how to say this okay I'm gonna go the other route mm-hmm. and letting you be heard by me uh heard not hurt heard mm-hmm. um I think sometimes I'm just distracted or in my own thoughts and I don't hear you what you're saying mm-hmm. or I forgot what you what you're saying and I think we we had this talk this morning you just don't feel heard or seen and honored and that's something I really really need to improve that I really know what's happening to your heart that I'm fully actively listening to what you're saying and everything mm-hmm. that you're saying um yeah good thanks baby yeah what about you um i would say two things number one just to piggyback on what you were saying is for me to still be gentle kind and patient with you even in a situation that i feel hurt Mm. because that's usually when you'll get the worst of me is i'll be less gentle less kind less patient when i'm i'm hurt in a situation so I'm definitely working towards not letting that change my reaction. Like even if I'm hurt, just vocalizing that I'm hurt, but still treating you with honor and respect is something I'm working on. And then the second thing is not allowing you to dictate whether or not I have peace. Mm. Because again, we are human beings. He's going through his stuff. I'm going through my stuff, but I shouldn't let that change i shouldn't let what he's going through affect my mood affect my day if i'm gonna be here to help him and to empower him and to be his greenhouse then i need to be firm and not be swayed when he's swayed so i need to learn how to lean into the lord more and into jesus as my true peace giver and my true peace provider Mm -hmm. instead of again then if you're down and then i become down because you're down then we're both down and we're stuck there together So I'm really working on that, those two things. That's really good. Let's talk about some fun stuff to end this video. Yes. What would you say has been either the most exciting or surprising in a good way thing about marriage? Or is there a particular memory that you were just like, all right, marriage is great? I love our silly times. No, I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. I no, say, say, say. I'm going to be more specific. No, say, say, say. I stinking love when we go to bed, lights are off, and <laughs> we start being silly and mm-hmm. laughing, and we can go to sleep because we're wired mm-hmm. of so much laughing mm-hmm. uh, and playing stupid games uh, with each other and me being a bugger. Uh, that's something for another podcast, maybe. That you you can think just, so? Just... We have to make them wait. I don't know. Okay. You can you can say it. Yeah, you can say it. You have your own time. You you know you have your own mic. You have your own headphones. So this is what being a bugger is. <laughs> I don't even need to say anything. That was the the description right there. I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's like sleepover with your bestie. Mm-hmm. 
And if you choose joy and if you choose not to allow things on the outside and what you're going through to affect this relationship, then you're going to have a sleepover with your bestie all the time. Then even grocery shopping will be fun. Mm -hmm. Then cooking will be super interesting. Then we can binge watch Gilmer Girls and Suits and Mm -hmm. our favorite shows. And it's living in complete freedom and being known by someone and not being afraid to completely open up Mm -hmm. show yourself up show who you are just live in freedom i love that babes i've never been more of myself than i am in marriage with you i'm full i i'm even learning more about who i am by being in marriage with you because you create such a safe place for me to become a child again and be so silly it's so redemptive to have a marriage like this where i literally feel like i'm a child again with our laughing, our silliness, and our adventure. Yeah. I feel like, wow, this is actually who I am mm-hmm. deep down inside. And I didn't know that was in there. It's on beautiful, Bips. Yeah, I was going to say that too. But the second thing, which I was getting emotional when I was thinking about it, it's been really beautiful and an honor to watch you be a husband because I've seen you grow so much from the beginning I've seen you grow so much in your emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. being able to identify your emotions. I've seen you fully step into your role as a husband and try your best to be my protector and my provider and how you've been the best leader when we've been in conflict to get us back on track and to get us back into connection. I've seen you, like you said, go into the prayer strategies with the Lord and how to lead us. It's been beautiful to watch you step into your role as a husband and for me to have a front row seat and to look at you and be like, wow, this is my husband who's crushing it and I'm so blessed. Yeah, I mean it. So beautiful. I mean it. I love you so much. I love you too, honey buns. It's been a wild ride so far, but it's been a beautiful ride. It's been a beautiful ride. Wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change it. Wouldn't change in. Yeah. Luis and Hannah, we hope that <laughs> this was helpful to you. Yeah, just Luis and <laughs> Hannah, be yourself. Don't lose yourself. Just be silly and be intentional. Be intentional. And for reals now, shout out to real Re- Luis and Hannah and all the other Luises and mm-hmm. Hannahs <laughs> that are there. That was not right, right? No, you're good. Oh, that was right. Yeah, okay. It was just funny. Yeah. So. I love it. I would just say, if you are engaged, use your time to delve into the scriptures to read a little bit more about what biblical husbands and biblical wives um, look like. Because I think that's the one thing that's really helped us through the hard times is we at least knew that was our compass. Like, okay, this is what it looks like for me to be a godly wife. This is what it looks like for you to be a godly husband. We've always been working towards it, even if we weren't perfect. Maybe that'll be a good podcast or a good video. I would love to do that. Yeah. Let us know if you guys want to see that. Yeah. But that's it. We love you guys. We love Bless you. Bless you. And we see you next week. Bye, Luis and Hannah. Bye, Luis and Hannah. <laughs>